1: Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution
0: for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. In this wide world of sports, some stories can
1: slip through the cracks. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. This is the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about, and some you haven't. How do you do that? I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker, with Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan.
0: All right, Daily Ticker time here on a Wednesday. More and more continues to come out about Michigan. Are they cheating? Counter Stallions? What's he doing on a Sunday? Central Michigan sideline. Let's talk to uh, a former Oregonian writer here, uh, or, or Oregon writer, I should say, man who covered our programs and teams very closely for years. Now he's out in the state of Michigan. Uh, Austin Meek, front of the show at by Austin Meek on Twitter. Go we'll give him a follow. cover in Michigan uh, for the Athletic. Austin, thanks for the time, man. Uh, I fan bases tend to have a. They have a tendency to bury their head in the sand when their team is accused of doing something and they don't want to hear the the truth maybe behind it. How has Michigan, how has Michigan fan handled all this stuff with Harbaugh and Connor Stallions the last couple of weeks?
2: Well, if you know anything about the Michigan fan base, I think Michigan has more uh lawyers per capita in its <laughs> fan base than any other in college football. So, they've all been like, you know, scouring the rule book and like coming up with these really uh, complicated defenses for, you know, why Michigan was, like, really brilliantly, uh, you know, exploiting a loophole. You know, and, and then you see these pictures of this guy who it very much resembles Connor Stallions, you know, with a goatee and a hat and sunglasses on the sideline at Central Michigan. It's like, guys, I really don't think any of this uh, was that calculated or that brilliant. Uh, so I think, you know, some Michigan fans probably still in denial a little bit. Uh, some Michigan fans very, very interested to know the origin of this uh, third-party investigation that brought this to light. Um, just a lot of confusion. You know, this is a really, uh, a really confusing, uh, confusing story that I think has left a lot of people really grasping for answers.
1: Well, Austin, I got two questions. The first is, I, I, I would assume you're familiar with the Leo Leonardo DiCaprio picture that people use on Twitter when they're pointing to something at their TV with a cigarette and a beer. <laughs>
2: Yes, yes, much, very much so, yeah.
1: Was that you when you saw Connor Stallions in Central Michigan gear? Like, that's him. I know that's him.
2: <laughs> that, that's pretty good, yeah. I mean, literally, it was like, okay. Like, you could have at least done, you know, the fake mustache or, you know, <laughs> something, uh, you know, because the, the the hat, the goatee, the sunglasses, like, it was just, you know, it, it a little bit over the top. Uh, you know, and you've got the shots of the guy, like, covering his face anytime the action comes near the sideline so he's not on not on camera it's like could you have made this any more obvious
1: it, the way the story is going we said earlier we wouldn't be shocked if he pretended to be one of the sick kids at the Iowa hospital just to spy on iowa football <laughs> because uh. this whole thing is very uncomfortable and weird i am curious what you're saying though of the university seems to be taking this a little more seriously there was talk of an extension then it was pulled and now like harbaugh i read your story on the athletic about Harbaugh kind of just like deflecting away and everybody kind of speculating. He's just going to the NFL, so he doesn't care about this. How do you think this is impacting the team, though?
2: Well, one thing I'll say about this Michigan team is this is not the first time they've had to deal with a scandal or a controversy. I mean, they dealt with Jim Harbaugh being suspended for the first three games of this season. Uh, There's been stuff swirling around this team. You know, Jim Harbaugh is going to go to the NFL all of this stuff, and and this Michigan team now for three years running really has not seemed to be affected by any of that. So I'll, I'll be surprised if if they come out in their next game and just look, you know, discombobulated or, or distracted. That just hasn't been that hasn't been the pattern with this Michigan team. You know, in terms of Jim Arbaugh and his contract situation, I think it's a really interesting angle of all this because Michigan was very close. To announcing a contract extension for Jim Harbaugh when all of this hit, which I think, you know, has maybe fed into the conspiracy theory that, you know, somehow the timing of this was not completely coincidental. Um, but I actually think there's a possibility that Michigan will go ahead and just do that contract extension anyway and say, Hey, you know, screw it. Like we like Jim Harbaugh. He's our coach. Um, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to uh, let this stand in the way of showing our commitment to Jim Harbaugh. The NCAA can come after him. Other schools can come after him. But I I get the sense that Michigan is going to stand behind Jim Harbaugh um, in all of this and, and take the gamble, basically. Hmm. That there's not going to be something that comes out that makes this look a lot worse for Jim Harbaugh than it already is.
0: Fascinating stuff. Austin Meek is our guest. We're talking about the Michigan sign-stealing thing. You know, I've heard a lot of jokes about the NCAA and how slow they move, and somebody I saw tweeted yesterday, like, I look forward to a ruling on this in 2086, and we'll get their answer on what should happen to the Michigan team. I think the other weird part about this, though, is what you mentioned, Michigan fans are curious where – this all began like what team originally reported them to the NCAA and to the conference. But that's the, that's the interesting part here is that the big 10 could have something to do with this. And you're going to have a lot of really upset teams like Michigan state, albeit they have their own issues of putting like Hitler on their jumbotron and their coaches doing God knows what, when he's on his his phone and on private phone calls. But these other teams in the conference are going to be very upset. Like, do you expect anything to come from the big 10 in time for the Big Ten title game, or are we just like we're kind of moving on and this will be something that hit, hits in the offseason or next year from the Big Ten?
2: You know, I think Tony Petiti, the new commissioner of the Big Ten, is in a really fascinating position because this is pretty unprecedented. And you've got a, a brand new commissioner now who's faced with, with this, you know, this crisis. And you've got some schools, I'm sure, that would love to see Tony Petiti come in and just drop the hammer on Michigan. Uh, But at the same time, I'm sure that he's weighing a lot of the things that we're talking about uh, and probably asking the same questions. Where did this originate? If it did originate, and I don't know, I don't know this, but if it did originate with a with a rival school in the conference, um, that's a that's a layer of this that the commissioner has to be sensitive to um, because you don't want schools just. You know, trying to tank each other's seasons in this way, and that's not to diminish anything mm-hmm. that's been alleged against Michigan because it is, it is serious. And if if the allegations are true, and if things are as they appear, this is a this is a problem for Michigan, a legitimate problem. It's not just something that some other fan base dreamed up. Uh, but at the same time, it's just very unusual the way this all played out with a third party investigation. Uh, essentially dropping this information on the NCAA's desk. Um, So I don't know, to answer your question, what the Big Ten is going to do. I think that the Big Ten would like to keep a little bit of distance from this and not, basically not make the first move. I think the NCAA investigation gives the Big Ten some cover, basically to say NCAA investigation takes precedence. We don't want to interfere with that. Uh, or preempt that by handing down punishment. But I do think there are a lot of people in the Big Ten who feel like if there is going to be punishment for Michigan that happens this season, it's going to have to come from the Big Ten. And I do think there are, are people that will push for that.
1: I know you cover Michigan, and you've been over there for a couple years. I'm curious has has Oregon caught your eye a little bit? What you make of the Oregon Ducks, and how often maybe you see them in the TV or you watch a game, and you kind of go back to a time when you were covering the program? What you make of Oregon from all the way over there in Michigan?
2: Yeah, definitely. I watch Oregon anytime, uh, anytime I can. I'm going to be seeing a lot more of them uh, certain next year when when uh, everybody's in the Big Ten together. I think this Oregon team is really good. I mean, this Oregon team in some ways reminds me of, of some of the great Oregon teams that I, I covered, you know, the team that went to the, the national championship game in the first year of the college football playoff. Um, I think this Oregon team is a playoff caliber team. I think if Michigan and Oregon met in the college football playoff, I think that would be a, a hell of a football game. Mm-hmm. I'm personally, I'm kind of rooting for that. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, but I, I really you know, I really like the look of this this Oregon team. I love Bo Nicks. We do our Heisman straw poll every week and I'm like, you know, really close to uh to getting Bo Nicks to the top of that list. So um, I, I hope Oregon fans are enjoying this season uh, because it, it looks like a lot of fun.
0: Well, and, and Oregon fans identified a Michigan gear-wearing fan or whatever in the stands last year at Autzen for the Oregon-Washington game who was filming sidelines. So with this this story has reached all the way back out to the I West like Coast. the people
1: dressing up Austin as a Michigan <laughs> yeah. spy at games now. It's that happened become in the like Ohio State-Wisconsin yeah.
0: game last right. weekend. There was a guy wearing a Michigan sweatshirt just filming the whole thing. I had a it's bad awesome.
2: costume yesterday, <laughs> and I thought I should have just come as Connor
1: Stallion spying no,
2: on him. Oh, yeah, trust me. I was I was out with my kids trick-or-treating in Ann Arbor last night, and uh, Connor Stallion is the most popular Halloween costume uh, in the city of Ann Arbor. Little kids father.
1: with goatees painted
0: on it. It's so I cute. I love it, man. I love it. Awesome Meek, staff writer, uh, covering Michigan for The Athletic, uh, friend of the program for a long time, at by Awesome Meek on Twitter. Go give him a follow. Thanks for the time out here in Portland, man. Glad to hear you're doing well, and uh, we'll have to catch up again soon, hopefully.
2: All right. Great to catch up. Thanks for having me on